We have three undefeated squads left in the NHL. So Steele and I got to take a look under the hood at who's hot, who's not. Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche, Boston Bruins, who is the best of the three. And of course, Keeper League trade breakdown. Steele's got some proposals that you need to know about. Big time bets. Thank you for joining us for the Thursday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're still reeling from that frozen frenzy, but we're all kinds of fired up on the Thursday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Man, that was an exciting night of NHL hockey on Tuesday, Steel. Wednesday, only one game. We're back with 11 on tap for Thursday. But there's a lot going on around the league, and there's a lot going on in our listener leagues. There's some interesting proposals flying around. I'm excited for Waiver Wire Monday. I've made some interesting waiver moves. Stay tuned for Monday's episode, of course. But today, I'm going to take a look at some of the proposals coming your way. I don't know what you've got going on. I'm excited to take a look at that. And most importantly, perhaps, what we're going to kick the show off with. Three undefeated squads. One, one much to our chagrin in the Boston Bruins. But the Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche, and the Bruins flexing their muscle early. And what's interesting to me, Steele, and we're going to take a look at who's hot and who's not on both of these teams, is how they're all getting it done in somewhat different manners. The Boston Bruins are getting it done on the anchors of Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman. Vegas Golden Knights, some heroics at end of games, and the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche are just blowing the doors off of people, and Alex Gorgiev is standing on his head. I'm going to turn it right over to you. Whatever team you want to talk about, I'm good to. But I think what's intriguing here is, as a fantasy GM, you're going to want to catch a piece of one of these teams, at yeah. least somewhere, if not all three, if possible. And that's exactly what I said on Monday for Monday's waiver wire targets when I was talking about William Carlson. You want a piece of what's going on in Vegas right now. Dang. Obviously, the reigning Stanley Cup champions, but everyone is producing offensively, not just the offensive group, but also on the defensive side of things. And that's where I want to start off with with my hot uh, with my hot player for the mm. Vegas Golden Knights. But first off, like you said, Vegas Golden Knights undefeated 7-0-0. They've got the second best goal differential in the NHL right now at plus 15, mm -hmm. 28 goals for, 13 goals uh, goals again. So you know Aiden Hill Aiden Hill and, and Logan Thompson are getting it done in the crease. Mm -hmm. But I want to start off with one of the hottest players right now for the mm. Vegas Golden Knights, and that's Shea Theodore, a guy who I've been very keen on over the yes, last couple of months, especially for this draft. Just looking at what he was able to do last year, obviously he was injured for a portion of the season, but still had 41 points in 55 games last year, 52 points in 78 games the year before that, and he started off hot. Two goals, five assists for seven points in the first seven games. He's got 21 shots on net, nine blocks, three hits. He's getting it done across all categories right now he's also a plus seven in the first seven games too so obviously the Vegas Golden Knights are just steamrolling through teams they haven't had the hardest schedule uh to start off the new NHL season but nevertheless they are undefeated 
And part of the biggest reason of that, mm. a lot of guys, you, you, we pretty much throw the entire team in there, but sure. Shea Theodore on the back end is yeah. getting it done because Alex Petrangelo has missed a couple of games or more mm-hmm. than a couple of games. He's only played two games so far mm-hmm. to start the year, and Shea Theodore has really stepped up in a big way for the Golden Knights. George McPhee, front office savant, really puts together solid team in this Vegas Golden Knights. We've talked about this, but look at the balanced scoring attack as well, Steele. That's what's really impressed me, aside from both Hill and Thompson doing their thing. The blue line is very balanced. Eichel, eight points. Carlson, seven points. Chandler Stevenson, good start to the year, seven points. Then Theodore with seven. Mark Stone with seven. Cotter with five. They're spreading it out. I really do like what Shea Theodore has done. Also, 33 seconds left in the game the other night. Pots the game winner. This is what happens, though, when you have a team in the Vegas Golden Knights that's built bottom up, and they're starting to really, really gel. It's interesting, though, how Ivan Barbashev, you know, we talked a lot about him. I know two goals, and it's early. I'd like to see a little bit more from him if we're talking about guys starting a little slower. Yeah. But this is his game, I think, Steele, right? He really come, seems to come alive in the back end of seasons, especially lately in the postseason. I'm not ready to count him off at all. Two goals is still two goals. But if there was anyone I'm looking at on the cold side, it would be him. But that's just my take on things. That's perfect take because I also have Ivan Barbashev on the cold side of things. Two goals in seven games, especially for the guy who doesn't really uh, get get a lot of playing time. You know, only 15 minutes of average ice time so far in the first seven games for Barbashev. We knew that was mm. up a couple of minutes last year in the playoffs, and he really excelled in that new role for Vegas. But yeah, mm. you know, you expect this type of thing. Two goals from Ivan Barbashev. He's got 12 hits, three blocks, 10 shots on net. There's nothing wrong about this whatsoever. Six penalty minutes, so you know you're getting the banger league beauty out of him too. But sure. again, it's we're, we're nitpicking for the Vegas Golden Knights. Of right course. Now. An undefeated team, so we're just throwing a name right there who mm-hmm. could be doing a lot better, but mm-hmm. is also still producing in the offenses, uh, offensive all around the ice. Let's get over to the Boston. Actually, let's stay in the Western Conference. Mm, let's move over to the Colorado you. Avalanche. Let's. 6-0-0 on the season, yeah. undefeated. They are the best team in the league for goal differential at plus 16 right now. 28 mm-hmm. goals for, 12 goals against. And, man, the top two lines in Colorado, and then you throw in Gorgiev and Kale McCarr. This Whoa. team is lethal. And again, we, like this team's been without their captain, Gabriel Landeskog, for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if he, uh, when he's going to come back or if he's going to come back and be fully yeah. healthy in that situation. But never again, um, Miko Rantanen might be one of the most underrated players in the NHL. I'm going to say he's the most underrated. I think he might be the most yeah. underrated player in the NHL. You know, mm-hmm. we talk at length on Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, uh, a few other players you could throw out there as well. But Miko Ranton does not get enough love for what he brings to this Colorado Avalanche team. So got to throw his name in the hat right there. But the hottest player right now who had a big night last night or a couple of games ago as well, that's Ryan Johansson. Um, Ryan Johansson really stepping up for the the Colorado Avalanche. He's Mm -hmm. got four goals, one assist on the season, so five points in six games. Um, two blocks, two hits, 15 shots on net. You're not going to see a ton of the peripheral stats, but nevertheless, if he's scoring and he's helping his teammates uh, score as well, then that's really all that matters when it comes to Ryan Johansson because you're not going to get a lot of shots on net. You're not going to get a lot of blocks. You're not going to get a lot of hits. And most likely, you're not going to get a ton of penalty minutes either. But I've really liked what I've seen so far in the last three games from Ryan Johansson. 
100%. And just to touch on the Rantanen point, I got lucky with Rantanen, and I think that's in our casual league steal. I'd have to look it up. Yes, I I think... It's in our casual league, and he has just gone beast mode. And when you take a look at, and I know again, all of this chat that we have are going to have over the even the next week or two, it's still going to be only a month into the season, if that. So let's remember all of that. But so far, Jack Hughes, 14 points. Dylan Larkin, 14 points. Alex DeBrincat, 13 points. Everyone's talking about those three, I would say, for the most part. And yeah. right there with 12. Miko Rantanen. So there you go right there with that angle on the underrated side of things, because I really do think, and not many people are having a look at this, but perhaps we should be having a look at Alexander Gorgiev a little bit deeper steel because right there on the hot side, for me, he's definitely there. And last year he led the league in wins with 40. He's six and zero oh, with a 1.98 goals against and a 930 save percentage and a shutout. He is feeling it right now. million salary cap hit is an absolute steal for a guy who's putting up 40 wins and these kinds of heaters to start the season. Also, very quickly, before we go to break or before you have any more takes, I saw a very couple of interesting stats and one on Gorgiev. Gorgiev becomes the eighth goalie in NHL history to win each of his team's six games to start a season. That's eight of them. And also, the next one I got for you is actually on the Boston Bruins. But why don't we talk about them right after the break, if you're good with that? Yeah, we'll talk about them after the break. And I'll make this real quick. Just the cold, the coldest player on the, uh, yeah, on the yeah. Colorado Avalanche right now. That's Jonathan Drouin, who I was talking a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Or actually, mm-hmm. I was talking frequently about during the offseason and leading up yeah. to the draft. You know, playing on that top line with Nathan McKinnon. They had some chemistry back, uh, you know, throughout their younger their younger NHL career stage and got an assist in the first game. He's gone scoreless the next five and just has not been producing. He gets dropped down to the third line, so he's not even on the top line anymore. He's playing with Ross Colton and Miles Wood on that third line on the right wing side, and he's yeah. rostered right now at 11%. He's down 5% from last week, and I would mm-hmm. honestly just say at this point, if you've got Jonathan Drew and if he's on your roster, cut him loose. Cut he him loose. Like he's going to be uh, – you know, getting going anytime mm. soon from what I yeah. can see uh, the way he's playing with Ross Colton and, and Miles Wood right now. Ross Colton also on that cold list. Miles yeah. Wood, they're going to need some third line love if they're going to prolong mm. this kind of hot streak. That's just going to run out up top. It's going to happen. Rantanen can't put up five, four and five point nights every single night. I would put them both on that list on the cold side of things, Steel. And at the end of the day, there are going to be a number of these Western Conference teams nipping at the heels for the Stanley Cup. Vegas and Colorado, one of them. Boston, are they going to have what it takes to hang in all season long? We'll talk about that right after the break, Steel, because today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, trust Steele and I when we say there's no better time to get in on the action. We've been loving the same game parlays. Frozen Frenzy action the other night was crazy. All kinds of special bets you can all find on FanDuel. And the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your favorite team from all four major sports leagues, mm-hmm. including the NCAA, your team every single day. Not our team, but hey. they're, 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 they're on fire right now. The Boston yeah. Bruins are making us eat our crow again. Yes. Yeah, second straight year. Start off the season undefeated, 6-0-0. They're actually the fourth best team in the league right now for goal differential at Mm. plus 12, 19 goals for, seven goals against. Seven goals against in in six games. That's absolutely absurd. Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman are the best duo, uh, best tandem in the NHL right now. And I still think Linus Allmark might be the best goalie the way that he's playing. Uh, it's, it's close. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are fan favorites of Jeremy Swayman and think that eventually he's going to get there and eventually team. he will. And I respect it, but yep. the way Linus Allmark's playing, he's only 30 years old. He's got the Vesna, pal. He's got the Vesna. People so I need Linus, to maybe have a look. They got to take a look at the stats there, but nonetheless, anyways, nonetheless. let's get back to the Boston Bruins and undefeated you, season so far. Do you want to take us mind, If you don't mind, I just have a couple of quick tidbits that I've been jonesing to get off here and I've been forgetting. <laughs> the frozen frenzy very quickly steal. And I just want it. We'll chat about that. Maybe another episode because I thought it was a really good start. Yeah. I think the NHL has a lot to work on in general, by the way, thank goodness they came around on the pride tape debacle. That was a mess as well. Anyway, very quickly, 16 games on Tuesday, 102 goals for a total average of 6.4 goals per game, 93 different goal scorers. First <laughs> goal of the night was at 6 30 PM Eastern. And the last goal of the night steal just for fun, 1:45 AM <laughs> Eastern time by Shea Theodore. And to end our point on Colorado, that was the last one. And then we'll be back to the Bruins. I swear taking a look at how good they've been on the road. Regular season road win streak is now the highest in NHL history. 15 straight on the road. Just another tidbit for those Avs. But the Boston Bruins, man, holy cow. The Bruins tied their longest franchise record for season opening win streak since 1938. You and I, Eaton Crow again. Who are you looking at? Who's hot? Who's not? Because this kid, Poitra, is looking real nice. Well, I'm going to start off with him, but first, I do got to just say this out there. You know, the Boston Bruins have not had the the hardest schedule. schedule. Yeah, it's been pretty light for them. They've played Chicago twice, Nashville once, Sharks once, the Kings once, and uh, they're going to be playing the Ducks this Thursday, actually. So, Mm. wow, uh, they're going to be playing the Ducks twice in in one week as well, within a span of five days. So, very easy schedule for the Boston Bruins so far. But nevertheless, nevertheless, Matthew Matthew Poitras. This kid who I had never yeah. heard before uh, starting the season. Rookie. Second line center now. Rookie for the Boston Bruins. He's mm. got goals in back-to-back games. Uh, yeah. Back-to-back good. games. Three goals, one assist, four-point total in six games. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to expect a ton of peripherals from this player. 11 Fair. shots so far, which is great. Uh, three blocks and zero hits. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. be expecting mm-hmm. much on the peripheral side of things. But if he can keep this up and get – Jake DeBrusque into the game mm. uh, a lot sooner. You know, the, the second line for the Boston Bruins is very young. Morgan Geeky, Matthew yep. Potraw, and Jake DeBrusque. This is a new-looking center. Uh, new I don't hate second it. Line, and I don't hate it so far. Again, d- didn't know anything about this kid, but he mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. he's living up to what the Boston Bruins have been, uh, Boston Bruins' identity uh, and what they've for been sure. for the last couple of years. So, um, yep. Matthew Potraw is the guy who's hot right now mm. on my cold list. This mm. is a guy who I'm even debating about dropping at this point. I probably will drop him. I just I'm not sure if I if I can. But Hit that's me. Hampus Lindholm. 
Guy's been absolutely hey, invisible. Called that there. one last I, I, year. Yeah, you did. You did. And he has been, I don't even think he's playing. I don't even think he's playing anymore. He's got zero points in six games. Six he, is, yeah. he is a plus three. He's got four penalty minutes, but 12 shots, nine blocks, one hit. Peripherals are okay, but. Okay, yeah. Like, what is going on right now with Hampus Lindholm? So, well, for me, he's on the cold list. He's probably going to be getting the boot soon. Hampus Lindholm was one of those players that if you actually spent some time watching how he played in Anaheim, which obviously is difficult for the majority of East Coast hockey fans and media, he isn't an offensive first player. He's just been really solid and quite lucky over the last couple of years, in my opinion, to be benefited from playing on a really good Boston Bruins team. He's just not an offensive guy, and he got really built up, and he is a good defenseman. I'm not taking away from that, but fantasy-wise, it was really hard for me to get invested in him overly when I saw his come up and what I expect from him, and this is right back to it, Steele. I think he's more of a 25, 30-point maximum kind of a guy, and yeah, he fills out the peripherals a little bit, but look at what happens when he's off to a slow start. Those peripherals aren't enough to keep him, and I'm with you. I think I'd be dropping him as well, but very quickly, what's interesting about this Boston Bruins rise, and I said how I think Vegas, Boston, and Colorado are doing their undefeated streaks kind of differently is look at Boston. Obviously it's been the goaltending, but they're second in penalty kill. They've, I think they've only allowed one power play goal. They're clicking at 96% on the PK. But when you look over at the offensive side, and this is where I think it might run dry on them because yeah, it's working right now, but they're scoring and winning games three, one and three, nothing going up against some of these run and gun teams in that Atlantic, their three goals is not going to cut it. If those goalies start to fade a little bit, even a little bit. And when you look at the rest of their numbers steal, and I swear I'm done after this goals four, they're down in the league. I think they're like 16th or 15th. And then you look at the power play. I believe they're even worse off. Boston is 22nd in the league on the power play. These offensive numbers will catch up with them. If those goalies start to fade even a little bit. That's definitely something to keep an eye out for. They got to get the offensive production going, especially against these weaker teams. Three goals a game is not going to cut it against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs or even the Ottawa Senators, especially the Atlantic Division rivals that they're going to go up against who they have mm-hmm. yet to face. So mm-hmm. definitely a good point there, Flip. Thank this you. actually is a great transition into some of these mock trades or potential yes. trades that could happen. They haven't happened yet, but this was I was thinking about this last night. So I'll make it real quick. I've got mm. two uh i'll say one of them now and i'll save one of them for yeah after the break but Perfect. the first one was actually a uh, a dm on twitter from one of our listener league participants for his other keeper league so not one of our leagues but for his other league okay with his buddies he sent me this uh he sent it over twitter today and was saying would you accept this trade roman yossi for jeremy swayman so he would be getting jeremy swayman he would be giving Ooh. up roman yossi I told him, I was like, do you need, do you need Jeremy Swayman? Who are your goalies? He has Alexander, he has Alexander Gorgiev and Aiden Hill. I would not be moving him then. Absolute studs. I was like, if you don't need Jeremy Swayman, you've got Gorgiev and Hill. I Mm. would be going with those guys because Yossi is an absolute stud. So I know Nashville has been kind of up and down with their games lately. And and, and Yossi's kind of been not the same so far this mm. year, but I would not be giving up Yossi for Jeremy Swayman. And I know it's a keeper league and I know there's okay, an age it is difference. Okay. I know, yeah, I know there's an age difference and, and I would still, because he has mm. Gorgiev and Aiden mm-hmm. Hill, mm-hmm. I would be, I would be keeping Yossi. And very quickly before we get to break, we'll come back and talk about another trade. All I got to say is the starts that both Gorgiev and Aiden Hill are off to. Yeah. 
I don't want to move on from either of them in any style of league right now. Even if someone came to me in a year-to-year league to try and pry one of those guys off, they're on the two best teams in the league who are undefeated, and both goalies have crazy good numbers and have looked sensational as well. Just it passes the eye test. The only angle here, Steele, is maybe fast forward to the end of the season, and let's say your team, for some reason, with Gorgiev and Hill not performing, you've fallen out of it, and you're trying to play the long game here by yeah. bringing in a younger goalie in Swayman who might be that number one in Boston in a year or two, and you're trying to play that long game. Maybe you make that deal. But otherwise, I'm staying pat with what I have because things are going too well to move on from goalies right now. Don't need to fix anything if it ain't broke. That's hey. what I always go back to. We're going to get to another mock trade and then, of course, our big-time bets. Hey, But, of course, this episode is also brought to you by Jace Medical. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you the peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical, make sure you have the medication on hand. And Jace Medical is just very simple to use. You go online, fill out the form, and then you get prescription life-saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind, and they pretty much handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off using code LOCKEDON at checkout. JaceMedical.com, that's J-A-S-E Medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe. Continue to hit the subscribe. Hit the follow button hey. and leave a five-star review. I got a frog in my throat right now. Deal. That's a mouthful as well. Shout to Jace Medical. That's a lot going on. There's a lot going on there. So make sure you hit up JaceMedical.com. Mm-hmm. Promo code Locked On. But last mock trade before we get to big time bets, yeah. I'll make this real quick. All sure. three of these players in this potential trade, I haven't sent it out yet. Okay. They all come from the Atlantic Division. They're all uh, original six teams, and they're all rivals. I was thinking okay. about this last night. Mm. Would you accept the trade? So I would be giving up these two players for this one player. Would okay. you accept the trade of Jake DeBrusque and Lucas Raymond for John Tavares? In a, in a keeper it, league, too. Keeper league. <laughs> Hmm. So this is interesting because you actually, when I made that deal for Joseph Wall to move up in the draft, I chopped John Tavares in a second for Drew Doughty in the first, and I moved up yeah. to get Wall. So far, I think it's working out both yeah. ways for both players because Drew Doughty's got a couple of assists. He's chipping in right now, fantasy keeper-wise. He's actually pretty solid. Anyway, I got away from Tavares because I was expecting a decline to start this season. And clearly that's been wrong. And you know, I've been on here in terms of just regular on ice play and performance fantasy aside, I've been a big supporter of John Tavares and I'm not here for the Johnny T hate. So to bring it back to a long answer, really long steal, I actually would hold on it. Do you have John Tavares? Is that what you're no, saying? I, I have DeBrusque and Raymond. I'm thinking about moving them for John Tavares. And that's why I came to you, because I know you traded John Tavares earlier this yeah. year before the season mm. started. Well, I think I was wrong in doing so in terms of his production. I know I got yeah. Wall, I got Doughty, it worked out. But I like your angle here, trying to pry a guy in Tavares 
off of you can see in his face right now steel and i know this isn't intangible and i know this is just me talking and reel, reel me in here if it's whack <laughs> i think john Tavares has a little fire in his belly this year he took a lot of heat over the last couple of years in toronto and as much as he's a very even keeled individual and a very quiet leader he's been taking receipts and you can't he lives in yeah. toronto he's a toronto boy he lives very close to my parents actually in the west end of toronto shout out to Ronsi's village one time but he is fired up this season. So I like that you're trying to get a piece of it. Also, you and I have said it a bunch, and we've said it on today's episode. You want a piece of the Avs. You want a piece of the Leafs offense. You want a piece of some of these other top. The LA Kings are putting up regular crooked digits. Red Wings this season. Devils. You want a piece of these elite offenses. And I think that's what you're doing here in Tavares. And to give up, was it DeBrusque and who, sorry? Lucas Raymond. I think it's a pretty fair trade. If I think it's, it's fair. I think it's close. It's close. My only concern is with that keeper dynasty angle is exactly what I was talking about with Tavares because two younger players, you get an yeah. older guy. But right now, I would give the edge to Tavares. And I guess it all depends on the breakdown of everything. But if you don't mind, and also very quickly, I was just going to say before I ramble on the bets, shout out to everyone on the comments. Shout yeah. out to everyone interacting. I love seeing, hit, hit us with your questions, guys. All day, all night, Steel and I will try and get back to you. Maybe not all night. Maybe that's more of a Steel <laughs> thing. Big boy over here gets a little sleepy early after a bedtime wobbly pop or two. Anyway, we love the support, and I really do love interacting with you guys. I feel like it makes my fantasy game a lot better. Steel, betting game. You've turned that around. Hit me with some bets, pal. I'll list them off. I'll rattle all of them off, off uh, just to get going. First pick of the night, it's easy money. It's hit mm -hmm. every single time so far. I'm going to the Bruins on the puck line against the Anaheim Ducks. They've won by more than two goals every single game so far this season. Bruins on the puck line for me mm -hmm. is the first pick of the night. I'm also right. going to go to the Maple Leafs game. Leafs yes. and Stars under six and a half yes. in this matchup. Three, three out of the last four, and I believe six or seven out of the last ten. I got it right three, here. Three out of the last four have been under the number. Six of the last ten as well. You're right. Six out of the last 10, but three out of the last four, mm -hmm. under six and a half. So I'm taking yep. the under in this game. And I'm also yep. going to take the Maple Leafs on the money line against the Dallas Stars. I believe they've Deal. won the last four of their matchups against the Dallas Stars as well. So that will be my lock of the night. Eight of the last 10, the Toronto Maple Leafs have taken against the Dallas Stars, including the last five trips to Big D. You and I have two of the same three picks tonight, Steel. Lock of the night is the Maple Leafs. Opening line on the money line is also plus money on the Maple Leafs right now, a plus 105 very, very early. That's usually going to shift by puck drop yep. just because of all the Leafs bias and you're betting on sports books <laughs> in Ontario. So figure it out, people. I have an honorable mention here because I'm also riding with the under six and a half. My lock of the night is under six and a half. Jake Ottinger on fire. Joseph Wall looking like he's ready to take the crease from Samsonov already. We're not going to throw out the number one title, but right now it's Wall's crease to run with. So I'm loving the under as well. Lock of the night is the Leafs. I have an honorable mention here, though, because of how hot Miko Rantanen has been. Going to go with the Miko Rantanen anytime assist steal. It might be up to one and a half because of how many he's been potting lately, but I'm comfortable with that too because the Colorado Avalanche head into the Pittsburgh Penguins. And when I dig up the numbers on Miko Rantanen in 11 career games against the Pittsburgh Penguins, 10 assists in 11 games. So hit me with Rantanen anytime assist. And if it's 1.5, I'm good with the over as well, just because of how hot Colorado is. And my last pick steal is another under Anaheim at Boston. Lucas yeah. Dostal was in the cage the other night. They've been rotating starts, by the way, it's been 50, 50, John Gibson and Lucas Dostal, my boy, 
The, the Anaheim Ducks are playing some good hockey, and the Boston Bruins are keeping games 3-0 or 3-1 almost every single night, staying under 5.5. I'm going to tease it up a little bit to 6.5 to feel comfortable. Frank Vitrano scaring me, but I'm really loving that under at 6.5. I'm actually loving all those bet steals, so that's going to catch a parlay as well for me. Loving the under in that Bruins-Ducks game as well. It's been under the number oh. in every Bruins game too, so we oh. know – they, hey, man, they're just on a heater right now. I also got to get are lights out. They've been absolutely Jeremy. So again, best tandem in the NHL right now. I got to give a quick shout out before we wrap this show up. Please. to Jacob Marlett, who sent us, uh, who sent us a tweet, by the way, and we helped right. him with a huge payout. Boston Bruins money line stars, penguins under six and a half golden yes. Knights money line. He added a few more picks for himself, but yes, massive deal. payout for Jacob Marlett. So shout out to you. Thank you so much for, uh, for tagging oh. us in that post saying that we helped you out there. We really appreciate that. So continue doing that. Everyone out there, continue uh, sending us some tagging us in your pictures on Twitter with your mm -hmm. bets. What you know, what you're feeling for tonight, uh, and we can you know we can help each other out there. So that's what we're trying to do here in the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, uh, making it your first listen every single day. Make sure you tune in Monday through Friday, seven o'clock in the morning Eastern Time, seven a.m. Again, five days a week. We really appreciate it. Have a great day out there. Good luck with all your bets tonight, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.